time to talk training, fitness, and health on the Weight Endurance Podcast. We're not doctors, dietitians, or physiologists. We're professional coaches, and your hosts, Cody and Kathy Waite. We've worked with hundreds of endurance athletes over the last 15 years through our training facility, plans, and programs. Within this podcast, we're sharing our own training and racing experiences, along with the knowledge gained from working with our athletes. We'll be shedding light on the training methodologies that we've found to be the most successful in making you a fitter and faster cyclist. All right, welcome back. I'm Cody Waite. I'm Kathy Waite. And you are listening to the Weight Endurance Podcast, fueled by thefeed.com. We just love thefeed.com. We do, and how can you not? I mean, it has everything in one place mm-hmm. as far as sports nutrition, recovery, rehab tools. I mean, the list goes on and on. Sunscreen, I mean, amazing stuff. Uh, the Iron Fish, we just put that little thing in oh, our yeah. soup pot. Yeah, yeah if you're night. not familiar with the Iron Fish... Is that that is what it's called? Right? Yeah, Google yeah. it. Iron yeah, it's fish. So cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's, it's a really good way, easy way to get iron in your diet. Yeah, so. it's super cool. We'll leave it at that. But the, and also at thefeed.com, the other thing I'm really loving right now is you can get a single serving mm. of any one like bar or drink or whatever. So like, if you're not sure if you're gonna love that like right. chocolate walnut flavor or whatever it is, you can try one, not commit to a whole box of twelve. Yeah. Because, you know, that's committing is hard to do Yeah, it's sometimes. like a coffee date instead of a dinner date. Right, exactly. So, yeah, I was really glad you ordered more stuff because the last couple of weeks when I've been riding, it's been fun to go into our little storage area where we, you know, have our shoes and helmets and then our basket of snacks. And I'm like, ooh, what will I take this time? There's finally some new things. Some new fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the other thing I found. I yeah. wasn't aware of this, but they have these, like, variety packs. So if you go to, like, choose, for example, like yeah. a category... Mm-hmm. And instead of like going and picking like one or two of each brand, there's like a variety pack where they've basically done that for you. And you got like 12 different, oh, that's so clever. you know, the Honey Stinger Chew, the Scratch Chew, and then other ones maybe you haven't mm, heard of or love, tried I yet. I love those you know? things, yep. Um, so it was, it, that was really cool as well. And then the fast and free shipping doesn't hurt either. If no. your order's 50 bucks or more, it's free shipping. And... They say they get it out the door within three hours. I bet they can. It's yeah. pretty fast. I I mean, their warehouse is in Broomfield, Colorado, and we live in Morrison, Colorado. And I've ordered things and had it literally like the next day without paying any more for it. So, ah, very cool. Um, pretty cool. So check out thefeed.com for all your sports nutrition training needs um, from there. Yeah, and stay tuned with us throughout the – at the end of the episode, we're going to – highlight a really special deal they've started for us for our um customers this this season yeah i'm excited to share that so we'll bring that back up at the the end of the show so this show and the next three shows are going to be a special four-part series talking specifically about our version 4.0 training plans okay why are we doing this um well for one thing i've worked really really hard over the last year to really like come up with like what I feel like is our most complete like training package, I guess, or training plan. Um, Options, yeah. Yeah, like, like yeah. I was trying to come up with a more like, like a clever word. Clever marketing <laughs> word there. But um, like this this atmosphere, bio, bios, I'm lingering on. Yeah, move on, move on. <laughs> um, but you have worked very hard on these training plans. Yes, and, and these plans have been kind of a project over the last two years in terms of one of the big features, 
and we'll get into this a little bit later, but is utilizing HRV data. Mm-hmm. I've become kind of a big fan of that over the last five years or so, experimenting with it. Um, we've talked about it on the podcast before. But over the last two years, working with our elite um, juniors and U23 racers, um, and then you and me as well, kind of like figuring out how do you use this HRV data and what should you do with it to modify your training. And we've been doing that coaching athletes, but haven't really figured out until now how to package it together so a, a user of the plan could do this themselves if they have the interest to do that. So that was that's one of the cool features. And I've been getting a lot of email questions about these plans because I've just been sort of like softly launching them, I guess, like on our website and our Instagram and things like that. Um, I'm getting a lot of questions, which is great. I, I love I love that feedback. Um, but I just thought, let's dive deep into these so people, hopefully I can answer a lot of people's questions over the, the next three, four episodes here um, of the Perfect. podcast. Okay, that sounds Does that great. Make sense? So today we're going to do an overview of like the features um, and cost of the all of the version 4.0 plans. And then... What's what would be number two in the series? So the, then we'll go through and basically like discuss like exactly what the training schedule and workouts look like for each of the three different pieces of the training plan puzzle. Let's okay. say so we start with base a, a, a four week base prep plan, mm-hmm. uh, and then we go, go into a fourteen week base builder plan. And base builder, any podcast listeners have heard us use that term quite. A long time we've honed that in over the last like 17 years um, and we've kind of narrowed it down and landed on 14 weeks being this perfect uh, amount of time for just about everyone um, and then an event specific race prep plan and this is where where base builder and base prep your base training essentially mm-hmm. is very general in terms of the progression meaning it's great for just about all cyclists the event-specific race prep plan, the third piece, is very important and related to what kind of event you're training for, meaning the duration of the event. Are you training for a hour-long criterium cyclocross short cross-country mountain bike race that's super powerful? Or are you training for a all-day slog at Leadville or uh, you know, like a six plus hour long okay. endurance race? Um, and then we have a couple plans in, in between there too, sure. depending on, uh, on those. So um, we'll go through in this series after the overview we'll do right now of kind of the whole features and principles around it. We'll go through the base prep plan in in full detail. We'll go through the base builder plan in detail and then the race prep plans in detail and hopefully not, uh, make them too long as I I tend to be a little (laughs) long winded at times. So Um, that's all right. That's okay. We all love you. Um, okay. So let's just dive right in version 4.0 plan overview. Okay. What are the features? Yeah, so some of the features here. So first and foremost, the version 4.0 plans are designed with endurance cyclists in mind. Okay, who's an endurance cyclist? So it's a pretty broad range, right? That that includes all your sort of cross-country oriented mountain bike racers. You could even argue enduro racers. I mean, there's definitely an endurance component to that as well. Gravel, obviously, that's endurance. Uh, road riding or road racing, you know, the century rider, uh, the Fondo rider, um, any of those sorts of things. I mean, even cyclocross and crit racing falls into endurance categories. I mean, those races are usually anywhere from 30 to 75 minutes, depending on the category and whatnot. Still an endurance cycling event. Um, So all that said, these are designed specifically for 
pretty much all endurance cyclists. Okay. Uh, we do land heavily on following a polarized training model. What does that mean? So polarized training, for those unfamiliar, um, you're basically, so the, so the polarized model, you have two thresholds. And we've, we've talked about this on our own podcast uh, before. You have your aerobic threshold, and then you have your anaerobic threshold, or perhaps your lactate threshold uh, is another terminology. Or there's other terms for that, maximum steady, uh, lactate, steady state, and all these other things. Basically the same thing. Um, so you have these two thresholds. Below your aerobic threshold is all your low-intensity aerobic training. And that's where in our training philosophy, we use heart rate to train by. And that's more of your, you know, what we would call our zone two and even zone three rides is below or right up to one's aerobic threshold. And then then you, your second threshold is your anaerobic threshold. And when you go to that and above, then you're doing high intensity training. And that's where we like to train by power. That's where you're doing your... Um, you know, anaerobic threshold intervals, you're doing your VO2 intervals, you're doing your anaerobic power intervals, your sprints, you know, all those sorts of things are above that second threshold. So what happens is you have this in-between spot in between those two thresholds, the aerobic threshold and the anaerobic threshold. And it's a fairly narrow range um, of like power and heart rate. But that is, when you're talking about polarized training, the bulk of your training is on one side or the other of those two thresholds and you spend very little time in the middle in that middle zone. Mm -hmm. So classic polarized training actually just speaks in the terms of three zones. You have zone one, two, and three. One being under your aerobic threshold. In our nomenclature, that's actually zones one, two, and three sort of fit in their zone one. Mm -hmm. Zone two is that middle range in between Mm -hmm. the aerobic threshold and the anaerobic threshold which we don't really have a zone in there. Hence, that's why we're more on the polarized side of things. And then when you get to your anaerobic threshold and above, that's their zone three, or we'll call it zone four, five, six, and seven, really. It's all the high-intensity systems. Okay. Um, so and another way to look at it, too, is that middle zone, um, their zone two, is basically what's called referred to as like sweet spot essentially. And there's a, a lot of argument for training a lot in sweet spot. But, you know, I have found as well as many other researchers out there and um, that I think it works better for most people to spend more time either training quite slowly, aerobically, or training rather intensely and powerfully above that uh, range. And, and, and not that you would never be in that middle range in our training program, but it's a very small amount of time total. Okay. So we follow that polarized training model. You're basically either going pretty easy or you're going really hard um, in our training. And the amount of that going really hard is maybe twice a week. You'll you, and not even quite year round, but almost year round. There's going to be two workouts a week that you're going to be doing, going pretty hard for a small amount of time. And the rest of the training is relatively easy, so to speak, aerobic um, in terms. Another big feature of these plans is. They are. They have a, adjustable training loads. Um, what does that mean? Well, our previous training plans that we've had on Training Peaks, our version three and three point one plans, 
we had like a high volume option and a low volume option. We, you know, we were trying to meet the needs of different riders. So what changed? So what I figured out is make, I made one plan with the, the specific structured intervals and the recommended um, kind of training load, but then gave plenty of instruction in there on how a rider can increase that load or potentially decrease that load. So I would say these plans are set more to kind of a medium to low medium kind of training volume, if you want to use that term, or training load. And so m many people will actually be quite fine how they're set up as written. And I'll give some examples here in a little bit, but um, there'll be some people out there that have some more time available, a little more experience. They can do a little bit more work, handle a little more load. There's, I explain how to increase that training load um, in that plan and how to do it accordingly across the whole length of a training progression. Um, and so it, they're very easily adaptable from about eight hours a week, if we're talking about like training volume, up to 16 or more hours a week, potentially on, on the bigger weeks um, and anywhere in between there pretty pretty easily. Um, another big feature is all new, or not so much new, but just polished and improved strength training plans mm -hmm. that accompany yeah. the, um, the cycling training. Um, yeah, so the, the strength plans will be delivered through an app called Train Heroic. There will be an additional charge if you choose to take advantage of our strength plans, but they're very affordable. I mean, I know that all of the plans are under 50 and many of them are, are more around the $25 mark. Right. So, um, and I'll give you plenty of instruction on which equipment pieces you would need and it's pretty mi minimal. Um, you can do these workouts at home or you can go to a gym or a you know rec center if you have that available for you. Exactly. And so that's something that's different from our version 3.1 plans where I had the strength training or we had the strength training piece bundled in. So mm -hmm. it was like you bought the plan and you got the strength training. Um, and back then it was a Excel spreadsheet is how we used it. Um, <laughs> they calculated some of the training loads and things like that. And it was a great plan. But <clears throat> what we discovered is that, you know, there's plenty of people out there that just maybe don't care for strength training or they prefer like yoga or, or Pilates or something else. And that's great or they just have their own strength training. Maybe they're more advanced and they wanna do uh, you know, more complicated lifts or whatever. So in the 4.0 plans, we decided to make them the strength training optional mm -hmm. and additional. So, but like you said, it's very um, affordably priced. And then inside the training, the cycling training plan that you purchase on Training Peaks, there's a 25% discount code to purchase the accompanying strength training plan from train heroic so there is an extra little step in there but then um you have the option to do it or not do it and um kind of take it from there but they're definitely uh big value if you've listened to our show before know us we're huge strength training uh proponents for just for health really but um also yeah. improvement uh, absolutely uh, performance um another big feature is our new 4.0 plans uh can be optimized on a daily basis by the user using an HRV readiness score. So for anyone not familiar with HRV, HRV put super simply is the amount of time um, in between your heartbeats. So a heart rate monitor measures how many beats per minute your heart is beating. 
Well, HRV is measuring the amount of time in between those individual beats and how much they differ, how variable they are, hence heart rate variability. So the, the, the science here is coming about that when, you, when your nervous system is pretty relaxed or let's say recovered or ready to take on some extra training load, that variability is higher compared to when you're more sort of like stressed out or on alert or um, that sort of thing. Um, you, you, that variability actually reduces and so it's a lower number. Mm-hmm. And what that's indicating is it's, it's, a, it's a way to measure physiological stress that your body is currently under. And typically you take these measurements in the morning and then there's wearables like the Whoop and the Aura Ring that you can wear all night and get kind of a nightly reading as well. You know, there's different ways to do it. Um, but using that HRV um, number and seeing what that variability is on a given day, you can see like my body's ready to do a little bit more work or my body needs to back off and needs to recover a little bit more. So super useful information. Um, I've been learning a lot about it over the last five years or so. I've tried just about every wearable out there. Um, personally, we've landed on the Whoop as being one that we like um, just for simplicity um, of the way it just spits out a a green, yellow, red indication on the app on your phone when you wake up in the morning. Um, and there's a lot more information provided in there as well, but you know, that one is super easy to, you open the app, you see the green and it's like, okay, look, we're ready to do a little bit more training than what's prescribed on Mm -hmm. our training program. Mm -hmm. Or if it's yellow, let's stick to the plan. Or in the rare cases when it's red, it's like, okay, we need to back off and probably make this a recovery day. And that's exactly what the training plan I've created does for you is each day for the given workout, whether it's an endurance ride or an interval session or, or, or whatever, it gives you these options of green, yellow, red, how you can choose to modify uh, the plan on the day. So it's sort of like you have your daily morning coach that says, okay, I'm in the yellow, here's what we should do. And oh, I'm in the green today. Here's what we should do um, in this case. Um, so I think it's a really cool feature. We've used it the last two years with our redevelopment program for about 20 riders or so. And things seem to really actually work out really well. Yeah, um, I think so too. Um, these kids on our team are so like hardworking and motivated that I think they benefit from the WHOOP score telling them Hey, actually, you are tired. Like, trust yourself. Listen to your body. You're you were stressed about your test. You didn't sleep well. You're in the red. Just because coach had a workout on the schedule, your red score now trumps that workout. You need to listen to your body. And back it off. Because you know those kids, yeah. they would just go do it, and then they might get sick. They they might get hurt. Yeah. So um, yeah, and really... kids aren't the only ones, right? Adults too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it really helps you think about some choices you make, mm-hmm. um, like what you eat, how much, what do you do when you go to bed, you know, all those sorts of things. Um, and, um, makes you just more aware and in tune with kind of trying to maximize your training performances there too. So that's included in there. And then, um, like our previous plans, uh, structured workouts across the board. So you can do these indoors or out. Mm-hmm. So easily uploadable, the, um, whatever devices you're using, apps you're using, that sort of thing for training indoors. Um, it can be uploaded to your head units to go outdoors. We're not big fans of that following the workouts outdoors. Um, I think it's 
more stressful than it's <laughs> yeah. worth. But I, know, I was writing uh, with my friend the other day, and she had done that, I think, inadvertently. And it kept beeping while we were just riding for fun. I was like, yeah. please turn that off. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> right. We're not doing intervals today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are workouts where that can work really well outside. Um, but a lot of them, it's not so great. Um, <clears throat> but it does have the structured workouts. And then the last feature, uh, we touched on this a little bit, is that the, the race prep plans, the, like the third of three phases in the, in the build, um, is very event specific. And we'll get into that in episode in the fourth episode of this four part series um heavily what that looks like Um, awesome yeah and then let's talk about how our plans our our brand new version four point plans are built around a progressive training load i think that's a really important principle like our coaching philosophy yeah this gets into kind of our our philosophy of designing a training program um thinking in terms more so of training load uh, as opposed to training volume. So in my nomenclature, I think training volume as in terms of like the minutes and hours a week or, you know, that you're, you're training, you know, if it's 10 hours a week or 12 hours a week or whatever, that's the volume. And it's a helpful glimpse. Right. But you like the term training load much better. Yeah, I think training load is more appropriate because you're utilizing, you're combining intensity along with the volume that you're doing, right? Duration. Yeah, the duration, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, we've you know, we all trained an eight-hour week. Well, eight hours can have a different impact on your, you know, training stress, whether it's all just like zone one, zone two, eight-hour riding, mm-hmm. or is it eight hours and with a bunch of like intervals in there or, you know, tons of climbing or whatever the case may be, that that impacts like the training load. Yeah, so it's for ta- sure it ta- does. taking into account the intensity and structure that you're applying along with the duration of the the workouts you're doing. And our philosophy, and this is not like earth shattering, but you know, the, the objective of any good training program, in my opinion, is about progressively increasing the training load across maybe days within a week, definitely weeks within a month or a training block. And definitely blocks over the course of a year, and really even from year to year. Um, I mean, that's super important when we're, we're working with our younger athletes, developing athletes. It's like, you know, I tell them expect to do you know ten to fifteen percent more training load annually for the first you know from the time you're like sixteen all the way to the time you're about twenty three, twenty four, until you really max out like your total training volume, training load as a as a you know young adult at that point you know towards the end of your u23 career and it's all about building up progressively um and so there's a lot of training plans out there that you know maybe they'll have you do eight hours a week of training and it's or you know we've, we've seen athletes we've worked with athletes where it's yeah. like they do the same you know 10 hours a week like Every week of the year, basically. Well, the same TSS, maybe you'd want to say in your or t- in same your, yeah yeah same TSS or or even same number of hours, like same ten hours sure. a week or same. So like their fitness same levels like stay TSS. the same. They're like always in good shape, right? But they just have this plateau of fitness from January first to December thirty first. Exactly. Yeah. If if everyone did four hundred five whatever it is four hundred TSS a week, you know you would improve for a little bit there and then eventually your body would just get used to 400 tss a week and 
you know, you exactly, you'll hit a plateau and eventually it, it starts going down. <laughs> you start losing fitness. So it's really important to have a program that, you know, is building kind of weekly upwards. And sure, there's recovery weeks in there as well. Um, but, you know, over the course of many weeks and months, building up that, that load gradually. And this is where it gets a little tricky. So if someone has a limited, and this is pretty common for adult athletes, particularly with jobs and families, maybe you only have 10 hours a week, which is a good amount, by the way. But if you only have 10 hours a week, and it's really hard to push it to 12 hours a week, like you can only do that a couple of times, maybe in the summer or something. Um, how do you then increase that training load? Well, then you have to start looking at the intensity side of the equation and making sure you're targeting the energy systems that are appropriate and the right quantities of those energy systems. So you're still able to gradually increase that training load. And it, an increase in training load like week to week may look different for different people. Um, people that are very seasoned, have more time on their hands, maybe a little younger so they can recover better. You know, they might increase 40 or 50 TSS a week um, for many weeks, you know, and really progress where a busy working parent, um, you know, maybe they're only increasing 20 TSS or even 15 TSS a week. You know, it might take them longer. They need more time perhaps, and they might not reach as high of a peak of fitness, but it's what's going to be appropriate for their schedule and keep them from doing too much squeezing in too much around an already busy life. So anyway, it all comes down to building that progressive training load. Um, So, you know, our three-part training plan progression starts with that base prep uh, plan. It's four weeks long. It's basically preparing you to train. So it's intended for you when you're coming off of your off-season, you know, whether you've taken, you know, two, three, four weeks off maybe, um, you've kind of like out of shape at this point. So now you need to sort of prepare yourself again to, mm-hmm. to train, you know, it's like training to train at that point. Right. right. Um, and it helps you find a good rhythm and all that. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in the next episode. Right. Um, and then you move on to your base builder phase. Um, and that's where you really start increasing your, um, that progression, that training load and it, whatever amount is right for you and your, your schedule and your ability. And then that third piece, again, is that race prep uh, plan to hone in on the specific race demands of the event that you're doing. And inside that, you can include like your B and C races. Uh, ideally, you peak your fitness a couple weeks out. Um, then you're going to taper um, and sharpen up for, for a race um, where you end on a peak performance. Um, so yeah, so progressive training load and the loads are adjustable, um, by the user. And I explained how to do that in the plan. Okay. That makes some people panic. Like I wouldn't want to do that myself. So can you help them? Yeah, absolutely. So in, inside the plan, um, I explained how to do it, but for those that aren't comfortable with it or they want to make sure it's done like perfectly, Mm -hmm. um, you can have us do it for you. Um, well, you mean me. <laughs> so there's I a, just let the cat out of the bag that I don't want to do that. Yeah, you can email me. There's a, a link in the plan. You email me, and it basically breaks out to about five dollars a week of the plan. I'll go in and I'll optimize it. And what I do with that is I go back and I look at your history of training to help identify what's the appropriate load, and then lay out the the load for you weekly, and then go in with each individual workout and adjust it so. It, they match the weekly loads that are okay, intended cool. for you. So um, that's always a good option if you're not comfortable um, doing it yourself. Um, so exactly how do you determine those 
training loads. Um, we actually have a podcast episode, episode 51, where we talked, I don't know, for an hour about that. <laughs> At least. Yeah, so let's not do that here. But it's basically what I just said. It's, you know, begin by reviewing your past history. So mm-hmm. if you've had training peaks for a couple of seasons, you can go back and see what kind of training loads you've done, um, depending on how, how you've uploaded your data. Um, is determines how deep you can look into it, but mm-hmm. it is there. Um, and that's a great place to start. Look at what you've accomplished in the past. And then inside that, look at things like what were your biggest training weeks like in terms of load, you know, duration and intensity levels and that training stress score, that TSS. Mm-hmm. What were the big, big weeks? What were the lower weeks? What were your kind of average weeks? And that'll really start getting you in the ballpark of where you should probably be mm-hmm. in the coming season, assuming that season previous season went well for you and then you also have to think about your life schedule you know how many kids do you have how old are they what's the demand there what's your job like you know um, all that sort of thing time availability to take into account sure a realistic picture yeah absolutely and then also you know what events you're going to be doing so if you're going to be racing a lot there's not as much time to train but if you're just going to have like your 1a race and maybe one race building up to it you can get in quite a bit of training that way and that'll all help sort of mold Mm -hmm. what your sort of you know annual training load would look like and we recorded a few podcasts about choosing your events and prioritizing them etc we have do you have any of those listed or uh i know episode 48 um it it, it was a whole show about how to review your previous Mm -hmm. season's training and then there was one right around there um that talked about like picking your like race selection and A and B and C cool. races okay. and all of that. So that would probably be well, that's always the fun stuff. helpful as well. Yeah. And then once you know what your A race is, that's how you can then determine the timing of, mm-hmm. you know, when you should start which training plan. And, you know, our, what we found works really well for people, base training to be about 14 to 18 weeks mm-hmm. total. Um, so that would be our base builder and quite possibly with the base prep uh, preceding it to add up to 18 weeks. And those can be, you know, adjusted a little bit. If you only had say 17 weeks, you could probably take the first week of the base prep off, for example, and fit your 17 weeks. Um, and then you're going to need, um, four to 10 weeks of race prep training, and that's going to be event dependent. So shorter, more powerful races. It's a shorter race prep plan, Mm -hmm. longer, more endurance emphasized events. Um, you're gonna need more time to build up for that. And you'll need more like 10 weeks for like a, like a Leadville type race or a, you know, a big six plus hour, six, 12 hour race. And then we like to finish all our race prep training, um, plans with a two week taper and peak. Um, and that we have a podcast episode I mentioned earlier in the show that we talked specifically about that two week taper. Um, and that's included with all the race prep plans in there. And then typically after your, for your a race, you take a week or more off just to kind of reset. And then depending on the time of the year and when your next a race is, you could jump back in and sort of reuse the race prep again, if it's a similar duration race, or if there's enough time, you go through the whole build, uh, base build cycle again and race prep cycle. So it kind of depends. Yeah. A lot of people do a spring peak, take a week off and then load up, reload their race prep again. And you know, so like three months later, they're going to do like another peak um, is a common situation there. Yeah, um, that's really cool that the plans are reusable. Yeah. And you could just 
kind of map it out. And again, if someone's not really quite sure how to map it out their entire season, they can reach out to us, Cody at teamweight.com. Yeah, I can definitely uh, help people with that as well. And one quick note on the reusability of it all, all Training Peaks plans, ours included, uh, are when you purchase them from Training Peaks, they're then yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in your Training Peaks training plan library in your account. And so then they are reusable. So you could buy this plan for 2023, you know, the whole shebang, the base prep, the base builder, the race prep. And if you have a similar event in 2024, you can kind of reload it up again and use it again. So um, that's a nice little feature of that. Um, Yeah, so what else we got? Yeah, I think you just were listing out how to plan for an A event and, and then it comes down to... The whole thing in totality is like 24 to 30 weeks of a complete build progression. And the plans you've put together fit together one, two, three to make 24 to 30 weeks. Exactly. That's kind of how they're designed. And I'm actually in the process right as we're uh, this week as we're recording these um, episodes of actually bundling all three together. Ah, okay. To, it just occurred to me it'd be maybe simpler for some people <laughs> yeah. to just buy one plan that's like the whole thing. Like they know I'm doing Leadville, I'm not doing much else right, building up to right. it. Maybe in an event or two I can plop in there, no problem. So I need the whole 30 week so they can just like buy it once, load it onto their training peaks and away they go. Genius, um, buddy. Genius. Yeah, so I'm bundling those together. Um, it'll probably be a small price savings to do it that way as well. But what you're giving up maybe is some of that flexibility of Oh, reloading the plan. Reloading, like plug and play, like oh, okay. redoing a race prep. I mean, you could still load it and then you'd have to delete it, delete stuff. It. Yeah. Um, but each to their own. Some people are good with like one complete package, I figured. And then um, others want more of the ability to plug and play where they want it across okay. a season like or it. multiple seasons. So what's the cost of all these fantastic brand new 4.0 plans? Yeah. So our 4.0 plans, they're going to be, they're, they're brand new for 2023. So what we decided to do is now starting, um, we've got a couple months left of 2022. Uh, we're going to have them at 50% off the regular price um, to get them out there. We want to just like get as many people on these plans as possible. Um, so you, basically all these great features and programming, it boils down to f- like five bucks a week, I think, if you do the math um, on the pricing structure. So five bucks a week it's amazing. covers your entire training season. Um, and then if you want me to optimize it for you in terms of the training load, it would basically be 10 bucks a week, um, to do it that way, just to put it in perspective. So very affordable. Um, you know, we do, we're trying to get them out there in training peaks. So the way their plan store works is the more sales, like the more units you sell, you get better ranking in their, um, search engine or search algorithm. Um, and so I want to get these out there and, and kind of start moving up that ladder um in the search engine and i want to also continue offering which we've done historically to all of our podcast listeners a 25 percent discount on top of that 50 percent already discounted price in training peaks um, using the the codes we've used in the past um, base builder 25 that'll get you 25 percent off of the base prep and or the base builder plan and then race prep 25 will get you 25% off of any or all of the four race prep plans in training peaks as well. So then it's like bringing it down to 
pennies. Do the math. It's yeah, a few dollars a week kind of thing um, to to do it that way. And what I'd probably ask, or you can. Oh say? yeah, I, that's what I wanted to plug too. I know you had an ask for our listeners that could help us in in return for these savings. What was it again about their? Um... Yeah. So also in the Training Peaks Plan Store. It's a fairly new function that users of plans um, can rate the plans. So there's like a star, five-star rating mm-hmm. scheme. And um, first of all, I would love anyone that does try our new plans, any kind of feedback um, on how well they went or things we can improve. I definitely love hearing that. And then um, if you think we earned and deserved a five-star review on that, I would definitely appreciate that because, again, that helps us up those uh, training peak search algorithms, um, and gets it in front of more people's faces. So yeah, that we'd really appreciate that. Yeah, that would be awesome. So all right, cool. Well, I think we summarized everything we wanted to say about the just like the features and the overview of the version 4.0 plans. Was there okay. anything else you wanted to say before we say goodbye to our listeners? Uh, I think that's it. Um, listen, if you if you are interested. Definitely tune into the, the next three episodes, which will come out. Oh my gosh, we almost forgot succession. to talk about the feeds and the feed special thing. thing. Right. Okay. So we'll be talking about the base prep plans in like a deep dive. We'll be talking about base builders specifically, and then each of the race prep plans coming up too. But uh, wait, there's more. There is more. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I really didn't make this flow very well. I almost forgot about That's the okay. most important part. The fun part. The fun part at least. Yeah. Do yeah. you want to spill no, the beans? Go ahead. Okay, so Anyone who purchases our training plans, our version 4.0 training plans, there will be a link inside the plan on your calendar of how to set up an account with the feed. Okay, we've talked about that. And what you'll get is $20 store credit set up initially into your account. Mm -hmm. This is for uh, new feed accounts, by the way. So you get $20 into your account, and then every two months you'll get another $20 into your account. Um, so that adds up to nearly 120 bucks, I think, of yes. free bars, drinks, gels, all of that, which is essentially, if you were to buy all three, like a base prep, base builder, and the longest race prep plan with our discount and everything we just mentioned, I don't think you're spending much more than 120 bucks. Right, so you get your less. money back, basically. So you basically yeah, you, you're getting And get what that was back. the deal with the special water bottles? Uh, oh, and then the, the feed is also throwing in um, a free customized water bottle. Oh, if you order $65 worth of stuff. Yeah, when you order $65 mm-hmm. worth of stuff. So use your $20 credit and maybe spend another $45. That's get yeah, enticing stuff you, you need, people. to spend more. Then you get a free customized, one of those really nice purist, specialized purist water bottles with, with your, your name, name on, on it. Yeah. And it has the Wii logo and everything um, awesome. shipped with your order. So just kind of like another little yeah that's really little fun perk so thank um, you the feed.com yeah so there's really no reason to not try these plans because you buy the plan you're going to get your money back in bars and drinks and gels of your choice so mm-hmm. um, pretty good deal awesome okay well we're going to wrap up this episode and come back to hear more about the four-week base prep plan yes absolutely all right thanks for listening Everything we discuss on the Weight Endurance Podcast, we integrate into our annual Base Builder training program and downloadable training plans. Our Base Builder program is an annual online virtual group training program with us as your coaches, allowing you to build your best cycling-based fitness possible to prepare you for your next riding season. 
We also offer downloadable training plans for base building, cycling specific strength training, and specialized race preparation for road, gravel, mountain bike racing, and everything in between. Consider our training plan subscription service, where you gain access to all of our training plans for as little as $20 per month. This allows you to easily switch between plans to create your most complete annual training progression. Regardless of the type of cyclist you are, by becoming a part of the weight endurance training community, you're allowing us to help you become a fitter and faster cyclist.